welcome to Aromatic Chat, the podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Join me every other week as we chat with aromatherapists and hear about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and in their businesses. Hey friends, welcome to podcast episode number 25, Aromatic Chat with Trish Ambrosiak. And I hope I said that correctly. I'm sure she'll correct me if it's wrong. Um, And we're going to be chatting about everything that she's doing. I did a quick creep over onto her social media and uh, website and saw that she has a pretty amazing background as an aromatherapist. So I'm really looking forward to diving in and hearing everything that she has to say about how she uses aromatherapy, not just in her business with her clients, but in her personal life. So let's get started. Hi there. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, and you're out in California, right? I'm out in California, and yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so flattered that I get to be on here with you. Thank you. Oh, oh, it's my pleasure. You know, my desire with um, these aromatic chats is that it will increase your footprint. That's my goal is to help you so that people can find you, see what you do, and just connect with you. Uh, it, I have no selfish motivation here. My, I love helping other people. I was actually just thinking about that this morning. My passion is seeing other people succeed. And I have a bunch of different tools with which I make that happen, but that's really my passion. I get excited when other people do well. That's it's awesome. Very- it's very strange. <laughs> you know, the fact that, you know, you have this position in, at AIA, it's like you want to, you know, you want to help. It's true. It really yeah. is true. So I did a little bit of creeping around on your um, website, Carnegie Mellon. I think it's just amazing because aromatherapy is so broad. You know, it's got such a reach and it, it's just, it's just, I don't know, the paintbrush is like one of those ones that you use to plaster with, you know, not a little fine one. The backgrounds of the people that come into this modality is just amazing to me. The pathways are always so meandering. And so I'm like, wow, that's, I, sometimes I'm like, how did I get here? You know, and (laughs) I think a lot of, I guess that happens to a lot of people. The, The pathway is, it's not that they were, necessarily said, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be an aromatherapist and here's my business model. It just kind of happens. I think when I was 18, I I was, I'm going to medical school and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, and it's like, Nope. Yeah. I found something that I loved and started going into research. Right. A lot of times you think, yeah, this is the path I want to take. And you start walking that path and then you, you look over here and you see a tree and you look over here and you see a flower. And then you look down and you're like, look at the dirt you know and then and then who knows which direction it's going to take you (laughs) I agree so what I would love for you to do is just kind of share your journey and how you ended up where you are in aromatherapy well I just want to thank you so much for having me on here and um it's funny because I for a second I felt like we're just like chatting and enjoying ourselves I'm like oh yeah it's it's a little interview thing right yeah well that's Um, that's kind of my interview technique it's more of a chat and that's why I call it aromatic chat I'm not over here interrogating or trying to get (laughs) to the bottom line or anything like I said in in when we first connected 
my goal is to help you. So I want you to share, you know, I guess deeply, you know, from your heart, where you are, how you got here, because a lot of times our journey is what speaks more to the people than what we think it's going to, you know, we think I'm going to come here and I'm going to share about my aromatic formulations and all the things that I do. But so many times it's the journey that connects to the people. So I love to hear, that's how I love to start. I love to start with that journey. And how did you, you know, how did you end up here? Not here, not here in our chat, but you know, as an aroma here. <laughs> well, so right now I, I consider myself a, I'm a certified aromatherapist and cosmetic formulator. And it's, you know, you mentioned, I went to Carnegie Mellon and actually before my life as an aromatherapist and formulator, I majored in biology. I discovered I loved research. And after graduation, I ended up doing cancer research. I got married and, and my husband finished up his graduate work and we moved to California and I got a job as in the Gladstone Institute of Cardiovascular Research. So I was doing research, I was doing teaching, and that's kind of what I was doing until I had my kids and I decided to stay at home with the kids. And I guess as, as it is with kids, you want the best for them, you want to keep them healthy and and this pathway led me into looking into things like herbs and essential oils and, and so on. I remember, I guess there was a show called The Nose Nose, and it was about aromatherapy. And I saw that and I was, I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. I didn't understand, you know, how do they know how to use these essential oils and, and whatnot? And uh, I noticed at my chiropractor's uh, office, he had this magazine that talked about using uh, thieves oil before it was trademarked for different infections or different, you know, helping your children and so on. And he's the, he's actually the first person who suggested certain essential oils to help my daughter. She has uh, allergies and was pretty stuffy at night. And he's like, Oh, you know, try diffusing this blend. And I started using essential oils and became very interested in the science of them being a scientist. How do they work? What, can, what can I use them for? So I uh, got a, certified uh, through the Aromahead Institute. I took their certification program. I took their graduate program. And I had this intention of, okay, so um, I'm going to help my family with aromatherapy. I found personally I wasn't getting colds and sinus infections anymore. I, you know, I could do the steaming techniques. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can help people with this. So I had this plan in my head to just have a little one-on-one. I can formulate things for you. I can help you with aromatherapy. Um, you know, you do the the interview and you create the product for them. You follow up. So there's this model that, okay, this is what, what I'll do. And um, what happened is I started, as I was making products, I got more and more curious about uh, how, do, how can I make a lotion? How can I make a... Um, you know, a a hair conditioner and so on. So in addition to helping individuals one-on-one, I was making these products and I happened to meet um, a woman at a a business meeting who found out that I could formulate products and she owns a hair salon. So she asked me if she's, well, could you formulate a a scalp roll-on for me? So that started my journey into um, formulating hair care products um, for a local small business. So I started developing, you know, she's like, well, could you make a, a 
conditioner, a deep conditioner. I'd really love to have that styling product in my salon. So, you know, I dabbled around and created that and um, started making all sorts of stuff, leave-in conditioners, uh, styling custards, mousse. Um, so I went from this idea of, I know it's, it's, it's so cool. Wow. I'm like, I'm like, wow, I made a mousse. How exciting. I'm like um, happy when I can just make a cream. Cause that's not my, that's not my focus. So I just, that's cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so cool. And it's like, like I said, I, I, I formulate, um, I have my own little lab at home and then I, um, you know, formulate on site for her as well. And I just, you know, have been able to use my aromatherapy to, to have therapeutic benefit for the product. So for example, in the deep conditioner, it has, um, some thyme linalool in it and it has some grapefruit essential oil. So it supports, um, you know, it supports the immune system with the time, but it's, you know, the linalool chemotype is very gentle and good for the scalp and skin and hair. The grapefruit is uplifting. So you not only get this product that helps your hair, but you're getting this beautiful aromatic experience. It's supporting your, um, your mind and your body. So it's just a great, um, it's just been a great tool to, to use aromatherapy. It's been really fun. That's amazing. So I just have to say this because <laughs> this is how my brain works. I was so excited when I saw Carnegie Mellon oh. on your website and not because I've gone there or not because anyone I know has gone there, but a little bit of my background, Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon is the first university to offer a degree in the science of bagpiping. You know, I, I know they had a music school, um, but I didn't know that you could actually ha- have major a in bagpiping. I did, did not know that. <laughs> so we lived in Texas for 20 years and I was the bass drummer for the, the premier competition band from Texas. So I'm in a, I was in a bagpipe band for 20 years. So I saw Carnegie Mellon and I was just like, oh my goodness, like geeking out over here. Music nerd, can't help myself. That's cool. Can't help myself. So you, uh, you, so you went from biology, but you're really digging into the chemistry of the essential oils. Yes. Um, and, and actually my degree in biology was, I actually had to take a lot of chemistry, analytical chemistry, biochemistry, physical chemistry. So it was it was very heavy in chemistry and the focus was molecular and cellular biology. So, you know, sometimes when we think about biology, we think about you know naming trees and all this stuff, but I was isolating DNA. I was, you know, splicing genes into bacteria and studying how, you know, the, the genetics of, of yeast. And so it was just very chemistry focused. Right. So, so. making, making the, the journey over to the chemistry of essential oils seemed it was very natural for you, not yes. something that you had to work really hard at. Yes. That's good. Cause I know so many of us, myself included struggle with the chemistry of the essential oils. Cause my brain just doesn't work that way. So I think it's very exciting to see people like yourself. I think of like Amanda Latin from the American college of healthcare sciences with that scientific brain, because you, you guys are the ones that are making the essential oil movement make scientific sense. There's reasons that it does the things that it does. Yeah. And yeah. that, I, I appreciate that because I want to know, I'm like, well, you know, why is lavender calming and relaxing? You know, what, what is it about ylang-ylang that is hypotensive and you know, why, why do they work? And so for me, the, the chemistry makes, makes, um, 
makes them make sense. And it's interesting that you, you appreciate the chemistry aspect, but I also, I feel like sometimes I fall a little short on understanding some of the energetics or the, you know, the doctor signature of doctrines and so on. So that's, that's a little piece I'm, I want to also try to incorporate more, you know, just to consider all those factors when I'm blending and creating products as well. Right. I think though that in, in our industry, in the essential oil aromatherapy industry, there's more people focused on the energetics and the mm-hmm. signatures. And, and I'm not saying less people focused on the science, but the people who focus on the science aren't as highlighted. Yeah. Than the people that are focusing on the energetics, because I think just the general population understands I don't want to be depressed. This is going to make me happy, but they don't necessarily care about the science behind it. But the science is what's going to, I feel, propel aromatherapy to the next level. It's the science that's really going to make science stand up and take a look <laughs> at what it can really do. And it is, it is so true. Like, you know, as you're speaking and you, and you said something about depression, and I remember reading an article somewhere about eugenol um, being something that can help uplift the mood and and so on. And and then it's like, Oh, well clove and, you know, just these different oils that you wouldn't necessarily think about using. And and so, yeah, I I like you being able to research and use that science piece and that chemistry piece to inform my blending for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So are you, you're, are you doing mostly cosmetic formulation now, or are you still doing some uh, one-on-one consultations? So right now I'm doing mostly um, cosmetic formulating. So my main client is the the hair salon owner. um, It's B. Kakoa. And then I have some other clients, like I have a massage therapist. I'll make bath visits for her and and just some other clients. So sometimes I'll have small business owners that want to create a product and they'll come to me and ask, can you help me to actualize this idea that I have? So it could be a beard balm um, that a barber wants to sell to his clients. Or I recently had a, a young woman that wanted to create, I also uh, formulate with CBD. So she wanted to create a CBD roll-on for cramping and aches and, and so on for the endometriosis community that she is an advocate for. Right. So I do a, a lot of formulating like that. And then I still do um, some formulating for individuals one-on-one, you know, someone, someone may come in with, you know, wanting a diffuser blend for, to help open up their airways or, or whatnot. So I, I do some of that as well. Okay. So the people that you're, that you're formulating for, are they just local businesses that find you or are these businesses from all over that find you? Right now it's a, a, a lot of local businesses. I, I have had some individuals reach out to me from other States, but it, it just, sometimes the shipping and all the things, you know, just, it's more practical for, for smaller volumes to find someone local, but for the most part, they're local, local businesses. Do you feel like your personal business model, the way that you operate is more geared toward the small businesses, the solopreneurs, the entrepreneurs, or are you open to expanding into a larger market? We'll be back after a quick break. 
Hey friends, if you're an aromatherapist, here's something really important that you may not have been taught in aromatherapy school. Connecting with other professional aromatherapists is really important to the health of your practice. Why? Because our brains are designed for connection. Connection, team, clan, tribe, core group, no matter what you call it, it's about survival. When you are isolated, it's easy to become discouraged and feel like nothing you're doing really matters. But when you're connected, and part of a larger group focused on the same goal, you're energized, and maybe you even feel invincible. Well, coming up September 26th through 28th, you have a chance to be a part of a community of aromatherapists at the Aromatics in Action International Conference, Embracing and Composing Sustainable Aromatics in Nashville, Tennessee, USA, brought to you by the Alliance of International Aromatherapists. The AIA is bringing together industry leaders and educators, as well as exhibitors, at their first post post-pandemic in-person conference. There will also be on-demand sessions to add more learning opportunities and continuing education. I invite you to visit alliance-aromatherapist.org and sign up today. That's alliance-aromatherapist.org or visit the link in the show notes and sign up today to join the AIA and be a part of the tribe. Yeah, so right now it's more conducive to the smaller businesses. And and in a sense, I feel like I can give some of these small business owners the opportunity to create something in a smaller volume as opposed to them having to go to a lab that requires, okay, you need a minimum of 500 or whatnot. So it's nice to be able to help people actualize their ideas on that smaller level and in a more smaller volume way. You know, my goal ultimately is to create some products perhaps for a larger community. I definitely entertain that idea, but um, I'm growing, I'm just continuing to grow in my business skills uh, because again, it's like my original model was this one-on-one therapeutic approach. And then it's sort of like just blew up into this, you know, cosmetic formulating thing. And I'm like, whoa, where, you know, I didn't expect to be here. And it just happened so fast that I'm kind of like, okay, I need to really focus and think about, do I want to continue in this direction or do I want to go in this direction? So, And that is one of the hard things about owning your own business. Mm -hmm. Everybody talks about the freedom of owning your own business. I get to set my own schedule. I determine all the things, but I determine all the things. (laughs) And we have to really learn how to say no to the things that aren't in alignment with the direction that we're headed. Vision is so important and knowing where you're going, it's hard. Yeah. So When you do have one-on-one clients, what do you find is the most common ailment that they're coming to you for, or the most common imbalance in their body, I guess is a better way to put it. Um, For me, a lot of people come um, with issues of aches and pains. I started incorporating CBD um, synergistically within my aromatherapy formulations. So it could be that people just, they have you know, achy arthritic knees that they need some things to help with inflammation. Some people deal with um, mold illness and chronic pain, um, uh, shingles and shingle pain. So those are some of the things that people will come come to me for. Okay. So uh, you've mentioned CBD a couple of times Mm -hmm. and I know CBD is everywhere right now. It is in the gas station. It's at the grocery store. It's on the shelf at Walmart and Kmart and Target. I mean, you can get it anywhere. What made you want to jump into that market? It's just so 
effective. Um, it just adds a whole nother level to my blending, to my aromatherapy. I love being able to layer essential oils, use herbal extracts, and it just boosts um, the efficacy of products. You know, I've made aches and pain balms before, and they're very effective, but it's, you know, sometimes, you know, people need more and it's just, it's just been a blessing if I can put in antispasmatic oils in the CBD. And so we're relaxing the muscles and helping reduce aches and pains and, you know, producing the calming effects. It's like this beautiful thing, like I can sleep, you know, and Mm -hmm. with, without pain. So one of the paradigms that I hold very, very close to my heart is that all plants and animals were given for our benefit. And that includes plants like CBD. And I know it's still getting kind of a weird shake, right? In our society, people are like, uh, either they're like, get it away from me or give me more. But I feel like we've lost touch with nature in our nine to five sitting in an office, you know, and we've lost touch with nature. And I feel something that I just keep coming back to, you know, when we were in our primal state, we were in the garden, we were walking among the plants, we were brushing up against them, we were inhaling the essential oils that they gave off. And that's how I feel about CBD. We're supposed to be in connection with nature and we've just lost that. I think that a lot of times there's this, well, first of all, the CBD and and THC, a lot of people don't understand that the CBD is the non-psychotic. It offers all these beautiful benefits and it's, you can show, okay, my product is 0.3% THC or less, there's no psychotic effect. That's the thing that people need to be educated about. And then two, it's, I think with a lot of things that with plants, you know, they can provide a benefit or they can be abused. And, and so it's finding that place of, like you said, these plants are gifts and they have beautiful benefits if we use them appropriately. I actually taught high school biology for a little bit, and we talked about the benefits of plants and I don't know the exact story, but warriors would chew coca leaves for energy and, you know, it would help them in their battles and their travels and so on. But then when you take that coca leaf and purify it and pull out the cocaine, then it becomes a detriment. It's the same could be said with a lot of different plants. It can be absolutely used or they can be abused. And that's yeah. absolutely totally agree with you, Tricia. So what would you say would be the biggest stumbling block for you in your business? Sometimes for me, the biggest stumbling block is I can go in just too many directions. I get so excited about creating products and and I want to try, you know, making this product and that product. And I think it goes back to what you were saying about vision and focus and, and just, you know, really narrowing down my niche and who it is. I feel that I'm here to, to benefit the most. Right. And um, how to just best use my skills and as opposed to trying to make everybody happy. Sometimes I just, I'm like, I can make everything for everybody. And it's like, no, that's not how it works, you know? So it is not how it works, but that's how we think, isn't it? I mean, especially, uh, I don't know, just like I was talking about earlier, aromatherapy has this wide brush and I can dabble in every single part of it. And I know I can help everybody. Sometimes we think we can help everyone, which really ends up being that we help no one. Yeah. It just get, you know, I'll get all over the place and then it's, yeah. Then I'm, you're speaking to my soul right now. (laughs) I've had to kind of just kind of bring myself in and just, you know, okay, no, we're not doing that project. We're not doing that. We're going to focus on, you know, just this little sphere of things. And I think that's a continual process, not only as a business owner, but as a, a complimentary modality business owner, that's a continual process because it's so easy to get, you know, on the, the rabbit trails and 
Absolutely. It's just so easy. It's so easy because everything's so exciting. I want yes. to do it all. That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> no, it's like, I'll see, I'll see some formulation or some recipe, you know, some cocoa butter coffee scrub thing. And I'm like, I want to make that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know, some, some, sometime for fun or something, but I'm like, I can't, you know. Right. We, we need the blinders that horses. Yeah. Bring. That's what we need when we're, when we're in a business mode, we need the blinders. <laughs> so now we're going to find out, oh, and this is so hard for some people, but for some people, they're like, oh, this is easy. Your three favorite essential oils. If you could have nothing else ever. That makes it really tough. You get three and nothing else <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah. Like if basically this is, this is your essential oil first aid kit. What, yeah. what do you absolutely have to have? three you know honestly um my three favorite essential oils that i just absolutely love are rosemary and rosemary essential oil especially uh, the camper chemotype i love sweet orange mm. and i love peppermint so those are just three that i love to uh, diffuse together and i don't know there's just something about them i almost like crave that combination it just i love waking up to that in the morning and so those are, those are three that I just adore. And, you know, I don't know if there's something energetically about them that just resonates with me or, or what, but I love those. And honestly, lately, I've really just been enjoying black spruce a lot. So I snuck a fourth one in there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to keep it narrow. Otherwise we're going to go on forever. <laughs> but yeah, that's it'll be that rabbit hole again. <laughs> I've just been really enjoying that. Like, I just feel like I've shifted into a season where I'm like, oh, I need some black spruce today. I just, so I don't know. Very interesting. I, I feel like, I, I mean, cause my body craves some specific essential oils as well. And I, I wonder sometimes, is that a, is that a physiological craving? Is it an emotional craving? Is it a mental craving or is my spirit crying out for something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them, I know it's physiological. You know, I can feel, I can feel it like, but I don't know. Sometimes I just wonder, or is it, or is it an ancestral craving? Have you considered any, any of that before? Like, uh, yeah. like my husband's, my husband's genealogy goes back to the Vikings. Wow. And uh, the scents that he loves are all woods, like woody, wow. you know, and I just wonder if it's an ancestral craving. Yeah. Now we're getting a little bit out there, but. I know. Well, what's, what's interesting uh, is for me, there's, um, I, I, and, and, and again, this is not really my area of, I'm more, I more understand the sciencey part, but when I think of rosemary, I often think of just intuition and, um, you know, just, I don't know if it's associated with the higher vision or something like that. So I don't know if it's, if it, if there's a spiritual connection there. We could go on and on. Um, but what, what is getting you really excited right now in your um, business, in formulating, or just personally? I feel like right now I'm poised to kind of just shift shift my vision and shift my focus. And um, what's been really uh, important to me lately is sustainability and and moving what I do to a more sustainable model and even creating more like cleaner products, investigating more natural preservatives. I create a, a lot of really nice products with organic and wildcrafted ingredients and 
a lot of them require preservatives and so on. And they're, you know, they're more clean standard preservatives, but I really just want to take it up a notch. And instead of making conditioners, like make conditioning bars that don't have to be put in a plastic bottle, shampoo bars, creating creams and lotions that have EcoCert certified preservatives and um, emulsifiers so that they're just something that's all naturally de- derived and just super clean. I think I mentioned before, I do have some clients and friends that they've had cancer or they have uh, mold toxicity issues and, and they're looking for products that are you know, free of toxins and just as clean as possible. And that's, you know, so that's something that I'm like, you know, I can really help a lot of people looking for those types of products. And, you know, I have this vision in my mind of, you know, creating the beeswax wrapping paper, using more glass and just conscientious about what's in my products, how they're packaged, how they're shipped out. Um, That's become very important to me to shift even more into that direction. Would you be creating your own line of products or still formulating for others in that vision? So in in that vision, it would be my products that I would be um, formulating and creating. So I I make a lot of products and I sell them on my website now. I just want to take it up a notch and be done with the plastic bottles and move into glass. and, And again, things like shampoo bars and conditioning bars. And then also I, I feel like I need to also see, I can make products, but I'm like, what do my clients want? Like, what do they need? What do they want? That's an important part as well. So, right. And that's a hard part as a business owner, because sometimes we feel like, well, I need to, I need to be making something new. I guess I'll just make something and hopefully that's what people want. I don't know if there is a way, like if you have an email list or an Instagram following or anything like that, where you could kind of get a feel for what people are looking for. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, I do. I have an Instagram account and Facebook page. And I, I really would love to create a, a wellness group that, you know, just a, a community where I can share different uh, wellness tips and, and so on. That's, you know, just our little community where we can ask questions and share things. During this time of COVID-19, people have realized how important self-care is. I think people have really recognized the levels of stress that that were just accepted as normal in our society. Um, But how do you incorporate self-care into your life, your busy life with owning a business, formulating for others, all the other things that go into running a regular old everyday life? What do you do to take care of yourself? For me, I just have started making sure that I take Sundays off as as simple as that sounds, you know, because I... I enjoy what I do and it's, I could work every day, pushing, pushing, pushing. And I'm like, you know what, Sunday, I just need to do things with my family, things that I enjoy. I have to almost like just, you know, shut, shut myself off and not feel bad that I'm like, oh, I'm not being productive today. It's like, no, I, I'm being productive because I'm resting. And then just also make it a point to eat together as a family and just, you know, have that time to communicate and debrief and, and not just you know, that's just really important as well. And, and then it's funny, I don't know if this happens to other aromatherapists, but oftentimes I'm so busy formulating for other people and making products for them. And, and then I'm like, you know what, I need to bring some of my products home for myself. And so sometimes it's, you know, formulate some things that I need and I will enjoy as well. So definitely know that struggle. We're so others focused as complementary modality practitioners. 
whether you're an acupuncturist, chiropractor, aroma, it doesn't matter. And we forget to take care of ourselves. But the beautiful thing about that is our bodies eventually say, wake up dummy. Exactly. I've so done that to myself. I love where you're coming from with the biology background, switching it up with the chemistry and the science behind everything. And I'm not the least bit interested in cosmetic formulation. And it makes me excited when other people are because you're bringing this amazing modality into something that we do every day. Wash our hair, brush our teeth, clean our face. I mean, it's, it's wonderful what you're doing. But my last question is, how can people find you? If, uh, say, a business is like, oh, my gosh, I've been looking for a formulator, uh, how would they find you? I do have a website. It's just, it's aromatherapy by trishaambrosiak.com. It's a little bit long, but, and it has contact information on it. I have an Instagram account, aromatherapy by Trisha. You can always message me there. I have a Facebook page, aromatherapy by Trisha. Um, so those are some of the ways that um, you can reach me. My email's on there. My email's kind of long because I just, being a scientist, I'm thinking like, this makes logical sense. But then people are like, that is so long. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I should have made it simpler. Um, but yeah, it's Trisha at Aromatherapy by Trisha Ambrosiak.com. So, you know, you should be able to find me in any of those places. So are you on LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn too. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, do you tweet? <laughs> I have a Twitter account, but I focus mostly on Instagram because it just, it's gets overwhelming. I had to pick yeah. one for into it. I agree. It's just overwhelming. Do you at least check your other platforms? I check Instagram. I check Facebook, not really checking the Twitter so much. Okay. Yeah. Yes. LinkedIn is actually a great place as well. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure I'm, I'm listing the best ways for people to contact you. All right. Yes. Do you have anything else you would like to share or any parting words of wisdom? Anything at all? Wow. Parting words of wisdom or anything to share? Um, We've covered a lot of territory. <laughs> we have, yeah. For anyone watching the video, I just wish you uh, blessings. And and um, I just am grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful to be able to use um essential oils and plants to help people. And I think that uh, they're just, they're just so beautiful and so helpful. And I just hope that more people can come to realize how, how they can benefit um, from using them. So just uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you. It's been wonderful. Wow, what an amazing episode with Trish Ambrosiak. I wanted to thank you so much for listening to Aromatic Chat and give a shout out to my listeners down in Brisbane, Australia. Aromatic Chat is moving up in the ratings and that is all because of you. I'm so honored that you choose to listen to each episode and that you share Aromatic Chat with your friends and family. Every time I see a new download, I am doing a happy dance over here in paradise. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and be sure to check out the show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's aromatic chat. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave a review. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, you can find me, your life coach and registered aromatherapist on the web at lemonbalmcoaching.com. I will see you next time with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics. Hey friends, I want to introduce you to Blend Precisely the software business toolkit for aromatherapists, herbalists, and formulators. When I first started out as a practitioner, I used spreadsheets, Word documents, my calculator, all of my safety books, 
and that was before I ever opened up a single bottle of essential oil to create a blend. Seriously, it took at least 20 to 30 minutes for every single blend that I made for my clients or my family. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or you're just starting out, Blend Precisely will take the guessing out of the safety issues and let you focus on creating beautiful blends with ease. No more using multiple different programs to get your blends ready to go safely and effectively. Everything is calculated for you inside Blend Precisely. Dilution, percentages, chakras, perfumery notes, pricing, milliliters, ounces, grams, and more. Blend Precisely incorporates Tisserand's safety information so you never have a question again. There's no more guessing. One toolkit for everything. The best part about Blend Precisely is that it's not just a program that you sign up to use and then have no support. There is constant support from the creators Katrin and Seth Burkholz. They have videos every week on their Facebook page, YouTube channel, and they even have a Facebook group for members of their community. I want you to know that Blend Precisely has a 14-day free trial. I suggest that you sign up for the trial, pull out some of your favorite blends, and input them into the program and see what happens. Maybe even create a few new ones. Maybe even create some stock blends. And see how Blend Precisely can support you in your aromatic life and business. I'm sharing with you my affiliate link to try out Blend Precisely risk-free for 14 days. Just click on the link to check out the software business toolkit for aromatherapists, herbalists, and formulators. And then use this toolkit to blend precisely.